Hello, welcome to episode number three of self-improvement and spirituality in practice, blooming with Gracie Hu. Today, I'm going to give you examples of some sabotaging sub-personalities. I'll describe what I call the executioner judge, the poor him or poor her, the workaholic, very common. Actually, the judge is very common too. The rebel, the one that I call the hero, the mother superior and the punisher. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer with 33 years of studies already, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil. My proposal is to help you deal better with yourself, with others, and with life, because everything has a why, a what for, and a how. Do you want to understand certain situations and change your reality for better? Do you want to evolve as a human being? So stay here and let's have a conversation. As promised in the last episode, in this one I will give you examples of sabotaging subpersonalities or just subs that I could identify in and work with as a therapist and uh, not only work with them and but actually being able to stop them of sabotaging my client's life and uh, make them work like allies by creating better realities. So first, I'd like to explain that the, for me, the gender of the sub, male or female, actually accompanies that of the person. So here in the descriptions, I chose to vary. I will start with the one of the Actually, I think it's the most popular, in my opinion, because it's so common out there. It's the one that I call executioner judge. His honor is actually really the most popular and uh, it's so easy to identify. Um, how is this judge? He's too quick to judge, condemn and without the right to appeal. And he's also very quick to execute the sentence. He's very serious. I never saw one with a sense of humor. He's also super rigid and uncompromising. For him, against facts, there are no arguments. And he just hates excuses and small talk. If you made a mistake in case you have this sub, if you made a mistake, even without meaning to, or it doesn't matter really, uh, you have to pay because he believes in guilt and punishment for redemption. And yes, he is prejudiced and follows a very strict code of moral conduct. And also, yes, he is authoritarian and considers himself as the ultimate authority 
to define what is right and wrong. And by the way, arrogance is his middle name. In addition to being very hard and demanding with you, he's also hard with other people, which can confuse him with the personality trait. The difference here is that he speaks, and all the time, in your head, always demanding a better performance, like criticizing, condemning you. It's something like this. You do everything wrong. Why didn't you do it like this? Why didn't you do it like that? Oh, this is your fault. No, he's not condensing, patient or tolerant at all. Actually, he's a doctor in the art of bullying and humiliation. And he doesn't, he doesn't miss anything unnoticed. He knows he's a kind of god in his, you know, point of view. He knows and sees everything. And his sentences are so strict they, that they are actually cruel. And the more you are lazy, sloppy, undisciplined, braggart, rascal in the sense of lying and defrauding, and uh, you may even be, or the person may even be dishonest in the sense of unethical. The more the, the person is like this, the worse. Because the disrespect and lack of shame to do what is considered correct only aggravate the final penalty. Anyway, so be it and you have a relentless and fierce enemy watching over you in search of the slightest slip to open a trial session on his own because you know he really likes to judge and condemn anything and as you can imagine yes he is an intolerant bore but someone needs to put the individual with this sub on track and teach him to be a good person and if dealing with a sub like that in another person is not easy and you can, I think you know someone like this, you know, very annoying actually. And dealing with someone like this is not easy, right? Then imagine living with one, like, one sub like this all the time inside of you. That is why, if it's any consolation, as much as an individual is boring, critical and authoritarian with others, know you that he's much worse with himself and uh, every time i see someone acting like this so rigid and intolerant i always think thank god i think with my own mind and uh, i don't think with that person's mind and i don't behave i don't treat myself like that person because no, can you imagine you having a voice, an inner voice, non-stop voice, treating you like this, this, this judge all the time, judging you, condemning you. It's living, you know, like a, it, it's just like hell. In practice, the person with this uh, feels constant pressure to do it right, to do everything right not to screw anything and to be correct and respectable and otherwise the judge will punish them without compassion because the judge's philosophy is the most bitter medicine is the one that cures so as long as the person doesn't 
get in line and correctly follow his code of conduct and stricter rules, his life will not go well. It's a lot of effort and work for very little result. At the pace, two steps forward and one back, or even worse, one step forward and two steps back. And here, it's worth mentioning that the sub has not always developed over the subject's current life. Often, it already comes from other past existence, as seems to be the case with the executioner judge. The individual is already born with this well-developed and strengthened and dominant sub, so he tends to attract people who are equally rigid and severe in his path. And because the sun in astrology is related to male figures of authority, and uh, is very, it's very likely that uh, someone with this aspect in, in their natal chart uh, will be attracted like a father or husband, uh, a male figure or a boss, as rigid and, and intolerant like this uh, the executioner judge because this person is already like this inside of of them anyway the origin of the executioner judge seems to be linked to experience in which the being was criticized and despised and humiliated by someone who played an important and uh, role in his life, you know, a, a role or as an authority, such as a parent. Giving a lot of importance to their opinion and obviously getting hurt by this type of psychological abuse, it's very natural that a disappointment with himself and the negative self-image have settled in his psyche. It's very common to have the case of uh, a child being raised by a parent with these characteristics. So the self-esteem can become low due to so many critics and uh, really psychological abuse, bullying. And uh, in order to, you know, the the case of the, the child that is raised hearing from a parent that uh, he, he or she is not good enough and not capable of doing great things in life and won't be anyone, will be ordinary and um, the child grows up, you know, really believing that they are not enough, that they are inferior actually so this is a damage in the psyche right and in order to compensate and protect from further damage from the exterior world from other people and the savior let's say like this the savior figure of the executioner judge emerges so this sub will not only be responsible for fixing the individual straightening him as if he were crooked but also teaching him what is right and wrong. Uh, so he will 
most likely be approved and accepted by society in general since they were not approved and uh, accepted by their main dominant parent and the job of the judge includes punishing slips himself to avoid suffering uh, at the at the hands of other abusive people it's like a young man um, accused of committing a crime and uh, living on probation and being closely monitored and watched at all times it's really a very annoying voice inside of the person always you know watching everything and uh, controlling and um, dictating orders and behaviors uh, it's very it's very hard to have a sub like this another sub personality is what i call the poor guy or poor woman uh, or just the victim it's another classic i don't know in the us but here in brazil it's really very common the victim actually he has nothing of a poor guy but as the character works very well it is kept it on display another for me it's another probable case of psychological abuse suffered at the origin and as the individual didn't have sufficient strength and firmness the psych uses the elements at its disposal of course so here comes the poor man a victim of circumstances of others and of life here the defense is exercised with the role of weakness impotence and incapacity the sub's intention actually is to arouse, arouse pity or as not to be criticized judged assaulted or demanded it's much more like a, a defense from authoritarian figures but it's also possible that to obtain the same result the initial motivation was quite different like pure trickery and cleverness to be left alone with no one charging and demanding anything there it would be the typical case of the lazy trickster who wants peace while the others move to do things for him and help him after all he's an unlucky thing for whom nothing goes right and uh, it turns out that no one feels sorry for those who are well right so to be a poor guy or a victim you have you really have to get screwed and the more the person gets screwed the more poor will be in the eyes of the world of course especially in the eyes of those who have what i call religious vanity or a moral vanity people who like to be seen as good people and you know generous people and uh, those kind of people actually will be mobilized to help the the victim it's not that solidarity is bad therefore in practice this this uh, the victim the poor guy creates and attractive circumstances in which he is always screwing himself 
like for example promising situations go wrong what seemed right as it's is suddenly cancelled or suspended like a job interview that seemed to be you know going very well and suddenly everything was cancelled or the apparently trustworthy person that shows up in his life proves to be actually a trickster a crook or uh, or even he attracts a disease and accidents and in general misfortunes are a constant not mentioning when he does suffer tragedies like uh, you know going through a fire a flood a hurricane or a tsunami or even crimes like assault a robbery or a kidnapping very extreme situations and why is that because the bigger the drama the more helpless the victim and the more fuck it up the poor guy and without a doubt this sub the victim is very powerful to create realities and it's not an easy life if you have one of this but uh, there is always a good a charitable and generous soul who can always appear to help and what seems great, however, it serves to feed the victimism and keep the subject in begging and in inner misery. And in addition to being spoiled and needy, the victim, the poor guy, is also a tremendous vampire. One more sub to describe to you. The workaholic of this, this one is very very actually common actually more and more common in modern society and how is the workaholic well you can have an idea right he's always busy with something he doesn't stop and demands action the the sub not only demands action but action attitude and results especially results all the time if the person with this sub decides to take time to rest uh, relax and put aside the tasks and commitments um, it doesn't matter if, it, if they are uh, professional commitments personal or domestic it, it really doesn't matter this sub appeals to guilt and bullying to force him stop being lazy and there comes the demands of what needs to be done what has not yet been done and what has not been so good and can be redone actually it's a very neurotic sub because what counts is the number of tasks performed during the day and the more work the better but as the workaholic is never satisfied he makes the individual's life an endless rush creating daily sequences of things for him to do and solve mainly but mainly for other people without time for himself and even more if it's to enjoy leisure time it's all about work 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 and he works compulsively but it's he's not necessarily efficient productive or likes what he does he's driven by the obligation of performance and uh, he makes the, the sub makes the person compete with himself even more than with others and it's more like the vanity of proving that he has value as a result of a lot of hardships and struggle he doesn't believe in luck 
just hard work, which makes him very controlling and someone who doesn't trust life or others. And being excessively demanding, the individual with that sub will also be demanding with the others around him and he can become unbearable, just unbearable with so many demands. Oh, it's the worst boss someone can have. And obviously, the workaholic is very highly anxious with further increased energy waste and makes physical and emotional stress inevitable. This sub treats the person like a workhorse, a slave who has no right to rest or reward whether in the form of leisure, holidays or even healthy and gratifying relationships. Actually, he sabotages life in such a way that the individual just stops and pays attention to his own physical and uh, emotional needs, perhaps too late. When his body collapsed or the loved ones left, just tired of being neglected. One thing is the person in love with what he does and uh, doesn't mind leaving everything else aside. Another thing is to do a lot of tasks out of obligation and without obtaining the expected results, whether in the form of financial return or recognition from others and still be always tired and dissatisfied forcing themselves to continue in the endless daily struggle and without pleasure and uh, without personal fulfillment and as i said before the workaholic confuses the meaning of the word efficiency because for him being efficient is about working a lot many hours a day but it's the opposite because efficiency has to do with doing the best work and in less time and uh, with more quality. It's not about how many hours you spend doing something, but for the workaholic is all about how many hours he worked a day and even on weekends. And definitely, this sub is the worst boss, employer, master than anyone could have. Not only because he's so severe when not stupid and um, rude, but because he's that annoying and impertinent voice that stays talking in the head all day, giving orders and demanding no stop. Another example of a sabotaging sub is the one that I call the rebel. And the rebellion is basically against, can be basically against uh, the person's parent who was very demanding and critical if you were a child and uh, grew grew up with a parent like this, demanding, critical and bossy and dominating, always dissatisfied and very um, ambitious. You know, the kind of parent that uh, is so vain, socially vain and uh, so worried about what other people can think or talk about them, that they use their child 
like a, a trophy a kind of a trophy like if i if my son or daughter is successful then it's this is a, a, a living proof that i am a, an excellent parent so that's why they are so demanding about their child performance so a parent like this um, you know who uses the the child as a trophy for their performance in like raising the perfect because social recognition and approval uh, is very important to them there tends to mm, make that rebel sub emerge in order to protect the individual from that kind of um, psychological abuse because if you have a parent like so critical this can create a, a real damage in the the self-esteem you know so the child will grow up with maybe with a, a very low self-esteem because they're not you know accepted the way they are and they are always criticized but the core of the rebel because you know there are kids that grow up like confronting their dominant parent but there are those who who cannot confront because they are so needy of their parents love and approval then they externally seems to be molded or you know uh, try to to please that demanding parent but deep inside there's like a force really feeling rebellious about so many dominance so can you see how the rebel sub emerges it's like a very needy girl for example i use the an example of a, of a girl throwing a tantrum very disappointed angry and vindictive against the let's say the mother in this case just an example and uh, this needy girl speech would be something like this the rebel said you don't give me what i want which is emotional food acceptance support and love so i won't do what you want I will not be a trophy for you to proudly display to the world. I will not be a reason of pride for you. I will disappoint you in every way I can to fill you with shame. And I also do not accept that you rule over me and my life. And uh, in practice, what happens in this person's life? The girl grows up and becomes a woman choosing a profession quite different from the one her mother dreamed or idealized just to contradict her and uh, the girl ha have to fight hard to assert her will rebelling against the family authority and uh, it doesn't matter whether or not she has a vocation to pursue that uh, that profession or career the goal is just to upset contradict and irritate 
the mother and also especially have satisfaction and pleasure resulting from this contradiction not to mention boyfriends and even husband who are always disapproved by the mother and another reason to bother the demanding mother can be the appearance uh, if the woman is like overweight no diet will work for her and uh, her mother will always criticize her body but uh, guess what the woman can have a very good and fulfilling love life with uh, her husband or boyfriend who can be okay with her body the point here is that being moved by a willful and rebellious child who needed to fight to impose herself what the person with this sub ends up attracting to, to their life is precisely a struggle. Thus, everything is difficult professionally, for example, even having bosses like her own mother, very bossy, critical, dissatisfied and just unbearable. And if the basic motivation was not to do what the mother wanted, well, Deep inside, she just wanted to be socially proud of her daughter, right? And what was the best way to go against her? Don't be a source of pride. That's when we can see the sub-inaction of sabotage. Everything that the daughter does to succeed in her profession or career, for example, just doesn't work. And her career just don't take off. It's one failure after another. To be ashamed for her mother in the eyes of other people. But the curious thing is, in the eyes of the world and her mother, the woman always came out as a victim. The poor thing, the unlucky one, because she struggles and the, the blame is always on something external like uh, stupid bosses, lack of recognition, low salaries, bad lucky in exams, for example. There's always an excuse to justify her to be a victim. And we have to admit that this sub is very smart and efficient and because in addition to getting revenge on her mother, she still posts unhappy to have her commiseration, her pity, and the poor victim deep down is a tremendous emotional vampire, always, you know, wanting her mother's uh, attention, or if she doesn't have the mother's attention, always wanting someone to give her attention, no matter who, and sympathy, and uh, but uh, it's never enough, because the main recognition, which is that of the mother, or it can be of the father also, never comes because the parent gets even more critical with so much disappointment. And the question here is not a vocation, but a good self-sabotage, which works in an impressively effective way. Because I have to tell, in a dispute between conscious desire and the respective effort to obtain good results. 
and the unconscious resistance, it is the unconscious that always, and I repeat, always wins. And the, stro the stronger the sub, and anger is a great food for her, the more powerful it becomes to create reality and obstacles in the individual's life. Not to mention uh, an exaggerated tendency to drama and anxiety as the needy person will try to find emotional food in anyone. This makes them always expect a lot of from others, which inevitably results in a lot of frustration since no one will be able to give them what they really need, which is their own approval and love. However, things could get even worse. Moved by this revolt and by the feeling of competition with the parent, if the person at some point have their own babies, their own child, they can use that child as a trophy also as an instrument of revenge. So it, it would be something like this. I will prove to my mother or my father that I'm much better than them by making everything for my baby to be more loved, fulfilled and happier than I have ever been. And so the battle and revenge would continue to for the next generation because it would be like repeating the bad behavior of their own parents. Let's go to the next sub, the one I call the hero. Oh, the hero is even worshipped by the media. After all, who doesn't like a superhero? At this point, I have to say that I don't think the type of incident that gave rise to a sub is that relevant. What really matters is to recognize its existence and performance in life as well as its effects. In this case, what does it take to be a hero? Brave, bold, fearless, strong, be good? Okay, but it's all useless if there is no no one weak, helpless, or oppressed in danger to be saved. And the hero is very strong in our unconscious, right? The collective unconscious. But the one thing is that until the hero achieves his goal, he gets very screwed confronting enemies, right? Isn't that so in the movies? So, in this, the person's life with this sub, there is always a victim showing up in trouble so that he can take action. And when no victim appears, he finds a way to put on his suit and go around looking for someone weak or oppressed. And when he finds or believes he has found, he meddles. Do you know that person who buys someone else's light, even from strangers, and always has a suggestion to give even when no one asked for their help or the one who embraces the cause to save street animals, drug addicts, uh, prisoners, sinners or refugees, endangered species or just the whole planet. The point is, it's not, don't take me wrong, 
The point is not to have social or ecological consciousness, altruism, and the humanitarian spirit. The point here is to have a compulsive need to save victims, even more at risk, because deep down, the individual with this sub has a victim like that within him, or at least it's how he sees and feels himself, weak, oppressed, helpless, and in need of being saved. But the more he does for others, and despite the satisfaction of his vain ego, the less he does for himself. So the inner state of helplessness and abandonment keeps existing inside of him. And the more he feels that way, the more he needs the hero role to make up for it. And it's very easy for someone with this uh, to fall on a trickster's or sorry, on, <laughs> well, better say a poor guy's talk because I read it said that the, the poor guy is not really, the victim is not really so poor, right? Actually, he's a vampire and a trickster, but the hero falls so easily in his talk. Now, I'll talk about the sub I call Mother Superior. And just by mentioning these two words, as you can imagine, she's you can have an idea, she's similar to the executioner judge in terms of rigidity, seriousness, um, she's very authoritarian, intransigent, and prejudiced, and disciplined also, and moralist. Except that the mother superior has a touch of religiosity, so any behavior outside of what's considered correct and worthy by her is seen as a sin and it needs to be punished of course for redemption and forgiveness so she's basically more adept at kneeling on the corn or being flogged to expel the devil from the body than just praying to balance the scales of divine justice she's more like a really punishing the physical body to get redemption and i suspect that this sub in particular usually comes in what i call the reincarnation kit but imagine a little girl like um, the boyish type very cheerful and full of life pure and naive and one day this little girl hears and accept because she has she doesn't have what I call filter in her ears she she hears like uh, critics and accept the evil someone threw at her like saying you are a demon a plague you, you you don't stop quiet you are so wild you are sassy when you grow up you'll be a shameless person a lost person and when you die, you will burn in the fires of hell to pay your sins. So those kind of, it seem, seems like a course for a little girl to, to listen to. So to redeem such a sinner, only 
like a mother superior who sees everything and knows everything to watch over her and to lead her with a, a short reign and deprive her of the pleasures and also the temptations of the world in order to try to save her soul. And of course, the main goal of a mother superior sub is to be recognized by God as someone who deserves a reward for so much hard work and sacrifice. So she's very rigid and demanding about that little girl's performance. And um, can you already imagine this effect of, in practice, of having such uh, sub-personality? A girl or a woman with this dominant sub will be like this, quiet and prude and charitable and perhaps God-fearing and a lot in the sense of really fearing God and uh, very shy for her, uh, wearing clothes like short, tight and, and low cut. Don't even think about it, they are mixed things. And makeup at best, very discreet. Lipstick, only nude or pale, that's the same for nail polish. And red is a forbidden color because it's the color of sin and it's for her it's like a bitch thing. And being very straight, she only dates if it's serious to marry. Not necessarily to marry, but, uh, you know, she's very serious about um, love relationships. Otherwise, she prefers to remain alone than to be like these women, you know, who hook up with several men without commitment, because for her, they are in sinful relationships. And in fact, for her, only a good, hardworking, honest, faithful and family and godman will do. And sex is not just for pleasure. After all, everyone knows that lust is one of the seven deadly sins. And the mother superior knows every one of them, every deadly sins by heart. Perhaps the girl or the woman with this sub, she can have a physical condition that prevents her from having sexual pleasure. Or maybe she feels, maybe even feels pain at the time of the accident, making any attempt infeasible. Have I said that the mother is in favor of physical suffering to purify the spirit? That's it. This woman may not even like sex and taste is not discussed, right? There are people who like it, like sex too much. There are people who like it not that much less and there are people who just doesn't like it. And one curious thing, she's so polite and worried about being like a, such a moral example that uh, she never say bad words, not even if she's angry about anything. So words like damn or shit, fuck, son of a whatever. Those are unacceptable bad words in her mouth by the mother superior and uh, who is able to make her bite her own tongue as a punishment for this very reason. She doesn't curse anyone since she's so polite 
and but at the end we have to recognize i always met i already met a sub like this the mother superior and i had to recognize that she did a very actually she does a very good job at raising good girls because a woman with this sub can be very faithful and loyal and honest and um, someone you really can trust so there's always a, a good thing about having a, a sub like this but the the bad thing is that a mother superior sub can really ruin a woman's love and sex life it can really sabotage those areas of her life now another example of uh, sabotaging sub personality the one i call the vigilante he's similar to the hero in the sense of constantly needing a cause but instead of rescuing and saving anyone the vigilante has an enormous need to justice and preferably with his own hands after all man's justice in addition to being blind, we all know that, is also slow and even too much and too often very slow. And this sub wants quick results to move on to the next case soon and thus put order in society and in the world. And uh, seeing the scales of justice minimally out of alignment already makes him uneasy. So he's always buying the fight of others. Wrong it, of course, just as the person is also or feels deep down. Actually, the vigilante is kind of nosy. He advocates without being asked. If the individual knows the laws, even if minimally, then he's unbearable when he starts to lecture about rights, duties, and what is just and unjust always in a fury passionate way because balance and impartiality and common sense are not his strong point and his indignation and what he considers as injustice which the level of anger against the oppressive and abusive part and this is very visible in the eyes and voice of the vigilante or the person who has this sub and he's another easy prey for the trickster sorry the the poor guy or the victim sub and in practical life as the subject the person believes that there is a lot of injustice in the world because he doesn't know the cosmic laws that rule the universe he's always alert and looking for trouble always and uh, until he finds a cause to embrace and defend he's also looking for trouble which makes him uh, quarrelsome you know that the kind of person that is always looking for trouble and uh, he can actually be hard to deal with sometimes and however he's very good to defend uh, who is very dear to him but uh, he actually likes to to be in a fight you know really fighting for justice and um, that's the life of someone with uh, 
this sub the vigilante there is no peace there is always a fight on their way there are other examples of sub personalities that i would like to share with you so since this episode is already up to one hour i will leave the other ones um to uh, next time okay you can participate in the podcast by sending a voice message through the link in my Instagram bio, which is at GracieHo, G-R-E-I-C-Y-H-O-O. Yes, your audio up to one minute can appear here as if you were in a radio program. That would be very cool, isn't it? Or you can reach me on Instagram to DM me a comment, a question or suggestion. If you like this podcast, subscribe on your favorite platform to receive new episodes. Or follow me on Instagram to find out when there will be a new one on the air. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.